Welcome back to Judging Book Covers Podcast, a bi-weekly book club podcast where we are going through Book Riot's Read Harder list, except for we're not today because it's our 100th episode. Yay! <laughs> so exciting. Poppers. I don't know. Confetti should fall. Yes. This is Gasp. exciting. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm Megan, and as always, I am joined by my amazing co-host, Stephanie Cortez. How are you doing, Stephanie? Doing good. I'm very excited for today. I'm very excited. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I am excellent, assuming that the power stays on. It's going to stay on. It's going to be fine. Yes. Power goes out frequently when I'm in this closet, but it's fine. Uh, to help us celebrate 100 episodes, we have brought on two of our favorite guests, Ollie Brady and Tim Lowe. How are you both doing? Great. I didn't know to go first or not. <laughs> I was going to let Tim go I was going to launch into a whole rant thing because I've been saving it. But, <laughs> but I, I let, Tim, Tim, oh, you no. go. I, I've got my rant. Okay, I've got okay. ready to go. But yeah, let, let me do my rant real quick about uh, my friends telling me that we're all going to dress up <laughs> for this okay. podcast. And Only one friend said it. <laughs> The other friend was like, yeah, that's cool, and then forgot. <laughs> Innocently. <laughs> I am the second one. <laughs> I don't know what any of you are talking about. I feel a little overdressed. You look fantastic. You do. Though. Absolutely. You do look fantastic. You look like a pilgrim you. undertaker. It <laughs> it's a fantastic look. Formal, formal pilgrim. <laughs> no. Is there is there such a thing as a casual director? <laughs> no hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just chilling. Right. Bow ties a little loose. <laughs> yep. Also, for some reason, I just I'm not. I went to do a pilgrim accent and went deep South America, like or so, like Southern America, um, Southern United States, as opposed to hmm. English. Which would be a lot easier yeah. for me to do. <laughs> right. To be fair, I there. If Boy Meets World taught me anything, it is that apparently Southern English sounds a lot like old school Pilgrim English. So I don't know if that's fucking true, but Boy Meets World taught me it. What? I need an explanation on that. Hey. <laughs> There's an episode where they're doing Hamlet and Minkus. Okay is trying to figure out the right accent for Hamlet. Right. And that's when he discusses this. Yes, yes, Tim, yes. did you watch Boy Meets yes, World? Yes, yes. No, no. Okay, yeah, that's that's good. Where did you get your life lessons from? Right. Where did uh, like, I, where did I, I get like them lessons. from? Say it by the bell. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. You pause time, well, you look into the camera. A lot. Yeah. And then yeah. you steal <laughs> whichever yeah. friend's girlfriend it is that week. That's what Zach yeah. Bars yeah. told me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yes, usually what he was go. against caffeine pills. <laughs> it's, I'm so none of excited. That. It's, ve- <laughs> it's very easy to get off caffeine pills. You just get off them in one day. Like, stop. <laughs> Somebody gives you a little pep yeah. talk, and that's all the pep you need. <laughs> Listen. So, before we talk about the book we read this week, we were supposed to read in between episodes. I always say I'm going to go back and figure out what the last book you guys said you were going to read is, and I never do this. 
So yeah, what has everybody been reading then? How well, did <clears throat> the 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 Iron Druid series? Yeah. <laughs> How did is one yes, book? I've been working on the Iron <laughs> Druid series, and I am almost finished. Oh. I actually stopped uh, midway through the last book to do Diviners, so I should be finishing that up this week. I hope. What about you, Ollie? I, I can't remember what was the I'm, what was the last time I was on. Like, what was the date of it? Last summer, I think. Last summer, yeah. yeah. So, I, obviously, I've read quite a lot since then. Um, <laughs> one of our friends from she, she was a guest on Best Acquaintances a while ago started reading the Wheel of Time books. So, uh, to keep in line with her, I started reading the Wheel of Time books. I mean, like literally, I just like uh, drop a hat. Oh, oh, so, did somebody say Wheel of Time? Did somebody say wheel? It's gonna be a- That's close enough. <laughs> and uh, and I started reading. But say it had to be a big sacrifice for you to pick up. It, it was again, tough. Right? I mean, I had to just like pick it up and then being able to have conversations with somebody and then not ruin everything that happens. Oh, <laughs> like oh, and why does why does character X do this? And you're like, well, in book seven, um, it's going to be <laughs> that such and such happens. Uh, but I also read all of the rest of the um, cheerleader series. Oh, nice. oh yes. Um, okay. What did what did you think of them? Uh, I think they're great. Um, legitimately <laughs> had a ton of fun with them. Uh, the last one, which is like Evil Lives, I think it was. Uh, yeah. There are some brutal murders in that. Like yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like I wasn't like the first one had kind of set me up, it, and then the middle ones kind of died down a little bit. There's, too, there's a little bit too much teeny stuff going on, like mm. high schooly stuff. But then then it comes back. It's like oh. <laughs> I feel, yeah. <laughs> okay, that might not be the right tone to take with teens, teen cheerleaders. Was... Oh, wait, sorry. Like, like, listen, I'm a, You're like, ooh, evil. I'm a teacher. I meant like, oh, evil. Damn. There was a point at one stage. I came downstairs and uh, I checked my doors, and that there's only two things that ever make me do that. Number one, it's watching top five unknowns on YouTube because whoever chills or whoever it is. They just play this music in the background and it's like, oh, it just, for some reason, I'm just there in my room and then it'll be like, the top, I can't even do the voice. I can't, it's a specific voice. Like, <laughs> top 500 places. And I'll be like, okay, time to check the doors. And then every now and then when I'm reading a horror book, which I don't do very often, it'll make me go down. And I did it for, for Evil Lives to make sure nobody's going to get in. Okay. I now need to see like we need to set up one of these YouTube videos and it needs to be top five haunted places and then like number like four is my house we need to set it yeah just Ollie's house <laughs> I don't even I don't, if it was haunted I wouldn't mind I'm, I'm down with ghosts you know like I, I, I'll have a chat with you um, like okay. do you want me to go right or wrong that's been happening I've, I've watched enough Quantum Leap to know how to solve people's issues but but it's the idea of that just you know that like they were in the house all along. It's like, shit. Because <laughs> I live in Ireland. I rarely lock my doors. Like, I just don't. Like, it just that's a thing for anybody who comes over here. Just try a door in Ireland. It's open. Like, I mean, okay. I'm not saying the person behind you isn't a kid who's been trained how to stab watermelons. But... <laughs> and it'll call back to the pre, pre-podcast talk. Um, but... Like, you will be able to get into houses very, very easily. It's just, you know, 
uh, getting out might be a bit of an issue. <laughs> <laughs> what, how, hold on. How old were you when they taught you how to stop watermelons? I think I, like, was, I was born naturally with the skill. It's... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Day one, knife in It's like a little, tiny little hand just, just poking out. What's he doing? Oh, it's his first stab. <laughs> Put it in the baby book. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Stephanie, what were you going to read yep. between podcasts? Um, <laughs> I was supposed to read Honey Girl, and I did start it, but work was a little crazy, so I did not finish it. But I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah. Yeah, I need to pick my copy up and, and read it along with you next. Yeah. Between. I've also sort of realized how many books I have on my physical to be read shelf in my living room. It's a lot <laughs> because of book of the month. Like, yes, I'm going to need to buy a third bookcase for probably when we move in the summer. <laughs> like, <laughs> Ikea. Yeah. They got a really good one. That's like twenty nine dollars. Nice. Oh, they're nice. all over my apartment. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what about you? What were you going to read? Uh, I was going to read Concrete Rose, which I didn't get to because I realized I had these Violent Delights checked out and needed to finish it, which is a retelling of Romeo and Juliet set in 1920s Shanghai. So it seemed like a perfect complement to like what we were reading yeah. for the podcast. Good choice. What did you think? Oh, it was really good. It is totally worth it. Nice. Totally worth it. Romeo and Juliet are the heirs to two gangs in Shanghai, and it is amazing. <laughs> And there's like a supernatural thing killing people. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited for the second one to come out. A lot of spooky stuff went on in the 20s yeah. that I didn't yeah. know about. Yeah. Ghosts yeah. and whatnot. This is why the Great Depression happened. Oh. Too many ghosts. Not enough ghost busters. People need to be more <laughs> People need to be more on board with ghosts. Just accept them into your life. It's fine. That's so what you're I'm trying done. to lock them out, Ollie. No, it's not the ghosts. It's the murderers. Like, the ghosts are fine. Once the murderer's done his business, like, let the ghost, like, whatever's left behind, just can come and live with me. It's fine. Like, you get that chill every now and then when they pass through you and stuff. Like, it's, cra- it's, it's, almost, it's almost exciting when you think about it. Like, it's like the closest to human contact I've had in a while. I mean, the human's been dead for 100 years, but it's fine. <laughs> Tell me how quarantine's going. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> My hair's gone long. I can put it in a ponytail. It's shocking. It's weird. Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> I haven't had a ponytail since uh, 1995. And back then it looked a little bit like Steven Seagal's ponytail, which was not good. And it wasn't because I was putting oil on it. I was a greasy child. <laughs> men's hair care products in the mid 90s team you'll remember what it was like it was no (laughs) the idea of putting hair care products I get my hair cut twice a year because the idea of paying money for my hair just kills me so like the idea of putting something in my hair nah it gets water and that's it and That's then I'm it? done. That's it. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. There are so oh. many things wrong with that statement. Yep. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What about oh like, a, like a nice leave-in conditioner to like moisturize? <laughs> yes. No? Your hair I, deserves no. some care. <laughs> I, I did not know that they made leave-in conditioners until right okay. now. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm still like really concerned because apparently there's this thing called dry shampoo, and I don't know how it works. What? 
Get some it and try like it out. It works like baby powder. Wait, but it's a what? Like baby out? powder? Because if you are in a pinch and you don't have dry shampoo as someone who doesn't wash my hair frequently because I dye my hair red and red fades quickly, baby powder works in a pinch as well. Dry shampoo absorbs the oils in your hair. That's all it's doing. Yeah. So it's like cat litter for your head? No, it's like baby powder for your hair. <laughs> and then you just like what? Like slap your head till it all like pops out, like old dust, like old dusty rags or something. Or yeah, would your hair not go gray? Like I don't say yeah. how this is keeping it gray. Your hair, it looks gray. You look like okay. you like, your hair does. Baking bread. But you have all day. To, like, My hair already yeah. looks gray. I don't need more granite. You don't <laughs> put a ton of it in your hair. You right. also hold it away enough, and right. then you brush your hair. What the fuck? Wait, so wait, wait, wait. I have to buy equipment like now? Mine. I need to yeah, own a brush? Right? <laughs> yeah. Fingers, because I can't brush fingers, my hair. Yes. I, my, my hair when it's out. Yeah, but fun, yes. it, Stephanie, you've got like it's fantastic just, curly hair. Like, it's, it's, like I can't imagine you're ever getting a brush through that thing. No, it has to be wet, which is why once it's dry, if I use dry shampoo, it's just fingers to try to yes. like massage and... I don't use it that often. I use it more. I'm more likely to use it when my hair is straightened, which hasn't happened for a couple of years now. But I just I can't I can't get this. Also, dry shampoo. I when Tim said it, I automatically went to the stuff that you have for dogs. You know where like you just want to freshen up your dog. You can just get like a little yeah. a little shampoo <laughs> like, that you don't like, need to give them a full shower. You can just like I now like Glade carpet cleaner yeah it's like the, oh the yeah, carpet okay. cleaner. that's what i'm picturing now but apparently it's like some sort of fancy baby powder type stuff also i now have the urge to put product in your hair so that you can see how glorious your hair can be and then mm-hmm. be like damn i've been missing out did, for 40 years did you right. not did you not hear me talking about my steven seagal hair like, <laughs> i know how glorious my hair could be back in the day <laughs> I was a ponytail. It was right in the center of the back of the forehead. And I thought, or the back of my forehead, the back of my head. And I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And then um, once I saw a picture of it there recently, and I went, "Oh yeah, mm. <laughs> <laughs> not a good choice." Oh my gosh! So oh my gosh! All right. Well, for this episode. I can process things again. Uh, we read the first book of the Diviner series oh. by Libba Bray. Oh, I'm sorry. Also called I'm sorry. We, the Diviners. We did rock, Megan. Here we go. <laughs> what did we do, <laughs> Megan? Just what did we back do? And watch. Ollie, 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 <laughs> at what point did you go, hey, just out of curiosity, is this a standalone or a series? Well, the way you just introduced this, Megan, to our, your wonderful listeners is the first book of because the Diviner series. The, the first we, we read the first book of the Diviner series. I have the text message asking uh, Megan what we're reading, and I believe it says here, The Diviners. Diviners. There's no That's the name first of the book. book of the series. <laughs> Just the diviners. So Ollie, who Megan knows is a completist, not just a complete tit, a completist, who must read everything that comes with it. She knows she was signing me up the four books, but did she mention it? No. Ollie is like 60 pages in and he's like, how are they going to finish this story? Oh, I tell you why, by adding more books to it, Megan. (laughs) You've been on enough. I think there's only been one episode where we read a book that wasn't part of a series. Well, I thought this was a special occasion. (laughs) It is. We're reading one of my favorite series. 
So do do me and Ollie get to do like like spin off episodes on the rest of the Divider series now? That Tim, sure. let's do it. Let's oh start our God, own I podcast that we'll call it <laughs> Judging Megan's Book Choices. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. <laughs> also, everybody, for those of you listening at home, it's a YA ad- book. I nearly said a YA adaptation. It's not. It's a YA book. Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> you know what? I don't appreciate your tone. You know who I am, Ollie. Just, just, why is any of this surprising? I just made myself snort. <laughs> <clears throat> I will cut that out of the recording yeah. for people at home. Nope. Uh, t- time stamped that up. <sighs> so clearly you hated it. Oh no, I loved it. I already ordered yes. the rest of the books. <laughs> but I resent the fact that now this is my next several weeks of reading time. If you were stuck inside, there is no better place to be than 1920s New York. That is true. With magic. That is true. And stuff. With mm-hmm. magic powers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Megan, what did we read? <laughs> <laughs> Feeling very put on the spot here. Gosh. So, we read the first book of The Diviners, uh, which, thank you guys. Now I finally can talk to people about it. Um, yes. What'd you guys think? Outside of Ollie. <laughs> Don't yell at me for a minute, please. Uh, I, no, I, I, I am not. I'm like borderline completionist. Like if something's really bad, I don't have to continue it, but I would rather continue something if it's like halfway good. This one I legit want to continue because it was really good. I really enjoyed I, this book. And I really want to know exciting. what happens to everybody. Me too. I feel the same way. I have it. I've had it on Audible since probably a couple years ago. I quit <laughs> Audible because I just wasn't using it, but I had all these credits to use. And I remember posting on Facebook and Megan suggested The Diviners. So I bought it, never read it. Now I've read it. And because I had to get Audible again <laughs> for Mount Fitzroy, I now have three credits I haven't used. <laughs> well, there so you I go. The, I already I bought them last night. <laughs> nice. <Wait now>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When Megan suggested it, did she suggest it as the Diviners or the first book in the Diviners series? I don't remember. I'd have to find the Facebook post. But you know what? She makes, she has great suggestions. She does. This and, is true. This is true. You know, in fairness, Megan so, does have great suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So whether it's a one-off or the start of a series, I'm down. But if you really want to know about Megan's suggestions, you need to tune into the Breakaway podcast, judging Megan's book choices. <laughs> Which will be coming soon uh, on all. Oh wait, Audio Boom. We've been signed to a major network. It's amazing. <laughs> oh. So, Ollie, you physically read the book? No. Well, I read it. I... I read it on my on my phone, my Kindle. But you didn't do the audiobook, is no. Uh, what what which... what is the audiobook like? Is it is it good? It is one of my favorite narrators. Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. Like, uh, I want everything she's ever done now. Yeah, this is the first time that I've heard. Uh, January Lavoy, I think, was mm-hmm. it? Uh, was it? I don't know. I'll say McAvoy, but that's not right. It's um, Lavoy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. uh, it's not James. But she was it's fan- not James. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, she is writer. able to give every character a distinct 
voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What uh, what voice does she give Memphis? A Mem- very deep. Yeah, Memphis's voice. Damn. Yeah. That's what that was my answer. Was this just Memphis's I was assuming voice? it was going to be whiny, um, but obviously oh, no. no. Oh, he was not whiny. No, he's not. No, Memphis. Memphis is like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Memphis! What a what a guy. Yeah. My favorite though is hearing the song, the Naughty John song. Yeah. Creepy as fuck. Yeah. Um, but every time she sings anything. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's yeah. so talented. Yeah. Yes. I have a question about you guys and songs, right? Um, you know when you're you're reading a book, and because I, I read a lot of fantasy, so it comes up a lot. A lot like they'll, they'll stick in like a poem or a song in the middle of it to to add context. Do you guys read through those or just skip them? Because like a lot of times, I'll, it depends how I'll long skip. they are. Yes, it depends how long they are. I'm yeah. more likely to skip. I have yeah. never read a song in anything that would compute as a song. It always comes as just a jumbled mess, so I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always yeah. try to add some kind of rhythm to it, and I always fail miserably. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I do actually end up just skipping it. Yeah. I think it's I like get anything from it. My personal lack of rhythm means that yeah. it just doesn't yeah. mean anything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I survived Dune. I mean, I don't That's have fair. any rhythm, so it's fine. So we have a whole cast of characters. Which is funny because there's still characters to be introduced. Oh. <clears throat> I also made a tweet last night because. Wait, Megan, are you saying there are other books? <laughs> yes, Ollie. Ollie. <laughs> and if you think really hard, you might be able to figure out which character gets introduced in the next book. That is part of book one, but is never named. The man in the stovepipe hat. He is. Because I'm super concerned it. about him. <laughs> he's eventually named too, but that's not who I'm talking about. Not someone evil. No. There's another diviner. Mm. The the girl with the green eyes. Who yes. Walks in dreams oh. and stuff. Yes. Okay, good. The Chinese girl with green eyes. Excited. Yes. She's the one that worked at the restaurant. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, book two is a lot about her. Nice. And Henry. Yay! Because I want to see more of him, Henry and like, how did you figure out that you could do this? Yeah. Like, how does yeah. this work? <laughs> so, should we go through the cast of characters or just kind of the plot can, as they come up? Can we talk about the setting a bit? Yeah. 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 What, what did you guys think about living in 1920s for 300 pages? Because I loathe it. Yeah, this was seriously my favorite series to run to in the fall because it's new york and i don't know i do the loop around the the graveyard and it just felt right to listen to it this is yeah yeah but what i love about this is this is 1920s new york that doesn't just glamorize it yes and especially as the books continue like a lot of the the issues of the 1920s become more and more prevalent I was surprised that more sentences didn't end with C, because anything I've seen from the 1920s, everybody's just like, you got to do it, C. Um, and, and I don't think it even showed up once. I love the slang. I mean, like, we're in, like, Uncle Will's like, what? And Sam is translating at one point. I'm like, okay, I like this. The, uh, the, the, the one that got me was that they did not, they had not invented the word yes. <laughs> Because anytime anybody asked anything like, are you doing, you know, well today? And they'd be like, and how? 
what does that even just, what does that just say yes that's a good point i don't think anyone ever says yes no. <laughs> which why would you when and how exists what a yeah. way. the emphasis we're on the trolley yeah on the yeah trolley. that's a good one i want to i've got to Find a website and somehow change the yes options to and how. So it's like yeah, and now. how and no. Yeah. A H or in. I'm gonna change. Do you understand? Like so, it's gonna be like capiche. Is that's what I'm gonna put in. <laughs> oh, so our kind of main character is Evie O'Neill, who is shipped from Ohio to live with her uncle in New York, which is such a punishment. I mean, what were her parents right. thinking? So mean of them. I know, so awful. Um, because she accused the local all-American boy of knocking someone up. Who was not his fiance. Yes. Oh my but like, God. Is, it an, is it an accusation if she knows that it's true because she divined it from his whatever she had in, his, in her hand? I can't remember what she was holding. When... When that scene starts, um, and I suppose it's a scene, when, when that description comes in, I had no idea where the powers were. Uh, so it's genuinely interesting. Like, usually when I'm reading this kind of stuff, I'm like, oh, so this is power one, and this is the next person, and eventually we'll get to somebody who, for some reason, controls fire, um, which is how they logically work. They, they, you end up with somebody <laughs> burns stuff. And then she... We have that here, too. Yeah, and she picks something up, and you're like, Oh wait, she can she can tell what happened in the recent history or even further back just by holding an object. That's genuinely interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got Evie who can read objects. We've got Sam who can essentially be invisible. He's not actually invisible, but he's just not perceived. I just don't know what else to call that. Yeah, he can just I just put get people not to see him. Like that's your that's your yeah. power. Because he he has to speak or he has to say it to them, doesn't he? He has to like suggest that he's well, not yeah. there. Say it out loud. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's very um, Umbrella Academy. The the girl who yeah. can say yes. I heard a rumor and then yeah yeah. We've got Theta. Who does it explain what Theta's? It just says that she has like some some kind of power from her hands. Okay. And it's not like super explained, but I'm excited to see, is it fire? Is it lightning? Is it just some type of energy blast? (laughs) I I bet it's fire. Um, I bet it's fire. (laughs) (laughs) We have Henry, who can walk in dreams. We have Memphis, who used to be able to heal people. Yeah. Isaiah, who can see the future, I guess is the best way to describe this. Yeah. Yeah. And then we've got Blind Bill. Who has the ability to kill things. Which doesn't seem like a power. Now that we've already talked about stabbing watermelons. <laughs> but it's like anybody could do that. <laughs> as I was explaining this to my roommate. I was like. I mean like. He can ease suffering. I don't know how else to explain this. He just kills people. Or leaves your, like, your suffering. Does <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyone think, watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I've seen some of it. Jaying from the second season. Yes. yes. Okay. Like that. Like sucking yes. the energy out of the person. Oh. <laughs> Essentially, that is what he is doing. Yes. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of Agents of Shield with George, so it's like <laughs> fresh in my mind. <laughs> um, and I think that's it. Because yeah, we'll meet Ling in the next book. So. Yeah. 
And yeah, and they are all of a variety of different backgrounds. And, and they all them. end up here in New York. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting. Um, I like, because usually with these sorts of stories, um, there's the, the person who comes in who's, who's I was going to say othered, right? They're the one person who has a power and they're brand new in a new position. But I like the fact that when Evie gets to New York, it's not, it's not really shocking to her. And she's instantly meeting people who have divining powers. It's not like, oh my God, I'm never going to learn what I've got or how am I going to come yeah. to terms with this? It's like, oh, hey, by the way, I also can do something like, look mm-hmm. how cool my power is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, her best friend Mabel is kind of the other because Mabel doesn't have powers. Right. But Mabel also seems pretty cool with it. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. But it does feel like because of that, there's like greater forces at play that are moving the people together. Yeah. And not just like none of it sounds like coincidence. Mm. So it no. doesn't have that like hokiness to it, you know? Yeah, there's yeah. definitely the feeling of a prophecy, especially towards mm-hmm. the end when um, Sister Walker's talking about the oncoming storm. Yeah. Also, I will say, I, I was going to say, I also did not realize it was a series. Yes. But yes, I knew it. I knew I'm it not mad at it. So I'm not mad at it. She suckered us all in. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> But when they're talking about like the coming storm and everything, I'm like, wait a minute, like, is this is it is it Naughty John? Is he the storm? But I feel like he's gonna probably be taken care of in this book. So that's when I looked and was like, okay, all right, there's three more. Okay, I'm excited for this. Like, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Also, can we can we just discuss Naughty John for a second? Um, a notorious mass murderer. <laughs> and when you're descriptive is. Naughty John. Um, and you're like, oh, what do you do? Is he going around like graffitiing up the place? <laughs> nope. He's flat out killing you using his blind build yes. skills. Yep. Yes. Yes. I really like, so I really liked the first chapter, how we start off. We're at a party. They want to play with a Ouija board. Foolishness. Never do this. And I'm not like, allowed to have a Ouija board in my house. No, I, no, I'm never. No. Have, have any of you guys <laughs> no. ever Ouija'd? No. Yes. <laughs> my uncle had one and I was like my co- I remember my cousin wanting to play with it in his house in New Hampshire in the middle of the woods and I was just like no <laughs> absolutely yes. not just yes. just before no. you, you explain this Megan um, I'm not sure if what your setup of the cameras are but for me Tim is directly below you and okay. when I asked the question <laughs> do any of you have, have ever used a Ouija board you said yes straight away and Tim went to think and he went but it looked like the it looked like the Brady Bunch because it looked like he was looking straight up at you in shock at your answer. It's like what? No one should be shocked by that answer. What, what happened when you Ouija'd? Uh Also, is it a verb? Time... Did you, you Ouija? It is now. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> um, I was at a friend's sleepover and we used the Ouija board, and also that was the night I learned about Bloody Mary. No. Oh yeah, the worst cocktail. So it was a <laughs> a lot of ghost in in one night. May also be the reason that I think I'm haunted, but that's fine. See, it's alright. You get a nice See? little trail when they flow through you. It's fine. <laughs> Wait, do you think Bloody Mary is haunting you? No, I don't think Bloody Mary is haunting me. I do think I am haunted. I attract ghosts. It's a it's a thing. It's a thing that I yell <laughs> about with my best friend all the time. 
it's fine. It's a thing. Yeah, but we've established though that ghosts are okay. Murderers bad. Yeah, murderers yes. bad. Yes. Naughty John murderers bad. bad. He's no. a combination yeah, too. That's not. I had a ghost roommate in New York, and occasionally they'd get really pissy and hide my keys or throw things across my room, and it was very annoying, but it was fine. Okay, so Stephanie and Tim, I believe uh, we might have a problem on the old Megan side there. Um, she thinks she thinks that uh, stuff would get thrown across her room, and uh, her keys were hidden by a ghost. Um, but anyway, back to the podcast. <laughs> Did did, did your ghost did your ghost roommate have a name? I don't know. Well, maybe you wouldn't hide your keys yeah, if you yeah, take exactly. the time to get to know them. <laughs> All I know is that occasionally picture frames would go flying off my walls, and it was very annoying. Was it the same picture frame or no? Oh, no. So it yeah, wasn't like a specific maybe. picture like, that no. it didn't like. Okay. One of those, like, you're not paying attention to me, please pay attention to me. And it's like, okay, can you not throw pictures across the room at 3 a.m.? No, that'd be great. Thank you. Is there a possibility that you didn't realize you owned a cat? <laughs> because no. this sounds a I lot am... like cat activity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to cats, so I'd be very aware. And my dog was too small, right? Could not reach the picture frames on the no. wall. No. <laughs> or so he'd really like enjoyed. you to think he couldn't. <laughs> he also really appreciated that I left the building to go to work so he could sleep. Uh. So. And he got on with the ghost. Yeah. Stroke cat. <laughs> he Maybe it like was cats. a ghost cat. It could have been a ghost cat. <gasps> that I can buy. Explains the knocking things off. Just a... Tr- like right there. <laughs> TM, TM, GM, ghost cat. So back to the diviners. Yes, Naughty John is not a ghost cat. Um, no. But yes, I really liked that first scene with the Ouija board and the spirit and then the wind going back, going to the house and the wind being afraid of the house. And I was like, well, this is really bad if the wind is afraid of it. And Naughty John <laughs> is back. And I was like, all right, I am in for this. This is going to be because I don't think I realized what this book was about. I didn't. And I wasn't expecting parts of it to be really creepy, and I loved it. It's so creepy. <laughs> I love it. Did, so just effectively, they started the conversation with Naughty John, and because they didn't hang up the phone effectively, yes, that's how he was able to escape. Like, it took me a while to figure that. It, yes. was, it wasn't... She was told, the girl who got the Ouija board was yeah, told by the dude at the shop, if, or someone, you have to, like, end you the conversation. You have to say goodbye. You have to. So, so. And then they didn't. Evie is the main villain of the story. Evie didn't do this. Evie didn't do it. It was some unnamed person who, it actually, the unnamed girl. Oh, so it wasn't totally... supposed to be an Ohio party? No, that no, was no. in New York. Oh, no. why, would, New York. why would you let a ghost out in Ohio that moved then, to New York? I thought she went with the, the ghost EV was like, fuck this, I'm going to New York. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I really no, just I think she did. what it was. First she did try dies? to get them back. Hmm? Oh. Really? I don't know. I don't remember. I Maybe don't just think unnamed. So. Yeah. I think they were just unnamed because the voice didn't, at least on the audiobook, the voice didn't match our first victim. Yeah, but that's she fair. did try to get them to come back and do it, and then they didn't. I thought that's they were true. all about to get slaughtered right then. <laughs> so like, because I, I also like, this is opening like, with oh. slaughter. I thought it was and going because... to be like a um, a final destination thing where he'd go through each of the people who were at the seance. That's what I I was well, gearing he, up to. Yes, and absolutely. In a less good book, I think they would have done that. 
But they had and to I stretch think, like, this out to four books because yeah. this is part one of a series. Naughty John is not in the next three books. Okay. Yeah. Because he, yeah. But like it's the, um, when he's talking through the Ouija board, he says something about knocking. And I was like full on expecting a knock at the, every, I was just mm. waiting for knocking at doors and then just murder. Mayhem, yes. murder, mayhem. Which I'm kind of glad they didn't do that because, yeah. yeah. I did also, so I was listening to it a little bit sped up. And when she's going through reading out what the Ouija board is spelling, I was like, oh my gosh, she's going too fast. Oh. I need to rewind. Okay. <laughs> I could have slowed the speed down. I didn't. Yeah. I instead, I was like, I'm going to write it down. And I was like, Ooh, I'll write it on the whiteboard because I can easily erase that. <laughs> I was in the car driving, listening on 1.5. And I remember at one point just literally saying, I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. I, I, I was at like 1.2 and I was like, uh-oh. I, it's, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff. And I, I know people who say, um, oh, I listen to uh, at 1.5. I can never get it. Like, just okay, it changes You have to work things. slowly. The difference you gotta work between slowly. podcasts and audiobooks is that it, audiobooks are a lot slower than people naturally talk. So in my opinion, roughly 1.4 to 1.5 is about where a person naturally talks. Ah. So, I got up to 1.4 while listening. Like yeah. I went from, I went up to <laughs> 0.3 at one point, then 0.4. Like you have to move slowly because yeah. if you jump, then it was too jarring for me. If so, you like, bump it up really high and then drop it. So if you go to like 1.7 yeah. and then drop it down to 1.5, it sounds I wasn't really sure slow. that I was going to make it to the end last night. I was up to yeah. 1.9. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You own my physical, or you have my physical copy of this book. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I don't think but he can. On, he no. can read yeah. physically. I can't read at one point nine. Okay, valid. Lord. I read it like a point four. So we were really hauling ass, but <laughs> and Evie, sir. <laughs> oh. So Evie is shipped off to live with her uncle Will, who is an eternal bachelor. He makes sure to say that frequently. Multiple times. I'm an old bachelor. Who also has a ward, Jericho. Okay, just a eternal bachelor uh, for a long, long time was like code for gay. So do we do, do we read Will as gay? Because I wasn't reading him no. as gay. No. No, you'll find more about like this lost love of his oh, as his fiance so. perhaps yeah. confirmed bachelor is what yeah the, the two men live together as confirmed bachelors bachelor. uh, yes mm. no no Jericho and Will are not together that is a pairing I never thought of and now I'm yeah okay <laughs> it's like moving on I just created <laughs> fan fiction and there you go sowing the seeds <laughs> um, Jericho is not a diviner but is a robot <laughs> as Red yeah. kept yelling so. when he gets hurt and then they like show I was like he's. I literally said out loud like is this dude a robot <laughs> George was making dinner like what is going on over there <laughs> I, I was really concerned about the blue serum because that's how he fixes mm. himself with the blue serum. And I'm like, what is that just like like spray on robot fix or something? <laughs> like, how does that work? It's uh, it's kind of like a dry conditioner, Tim. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. You just, put, you just put it on and stuff just gets fixed. 
We learned that he had infant paralysis, which led to a life in a iron lung. And so he becomes a test subject to help soldiers coming back from war who hmm. have been injured. Yeah, there's a weird weird yeah. mix of advanced technology in this, but it's not it's not yeah. steampunk crazy levels. No. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> next book ollie comes on for it's number oh. one of a 10 book steampunk yeah. oh <laughs> suck me in it's called like the steamboats and i'm like oh wow we're gonna learn about something in the 1850s like, <laughs> yes that is exactly what's going to happen oh, oh yep. quick question Megan. uh are you into victoriana in in steampunk or just steampunk in general I mean, I'm not a huge steampunk fan in general. That's such a lie. You know she is. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> she doesn't even wear glasses, guys. Those are fake. Those are goggles. <laughs> What's great is I'm usually wearing two pairs. <laughs> That's not even a joke. I usually have on two pairs of glasses. <laughs> Um, oh. I did that once with uh, sunglasses over the front, and um, once again, mm. I, I thought it was a good look until you saw <laughs> you saw a photograph of it, and you went, "Oh yeah, that was not." But you did not look in a mirror at any point. <laughs> Mirrors are so passive. <laughs> okay. And also, sometimes you can see the ghosts; they're just wandering around your house. If you look in the mirror, true. you need to avoid. I love I love that that's that's Ollie's answer to mirrors is somebody take a photo and then just see it like you know, how do I look? Wait, several years later, that's very these colors don't match. <laughs> Ollie You're is like share, yes. Yeah. Ollie is share and clueless. Okay. Doesn't rely on mirrors. That is true. I am. Um, that might be the nicest thing someone anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> Ollie, you are share and clueless. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> For those listening, there was a very nice hair flip just now. <laughs> oh, gosh. So. Jericho's a robot. Yep, Jericho's a robot. Will runs very nice, the though. a museum of creepy crawlies. But I don't remember what the actual name of it nope, was. Nope, I can't either. Okay. <laughs> just trying to remember that as well. Something oddities. Something like that. It It's very I mean, similar to the name of the... Um, I don't know if you guys listen to the Adventure Zone, but the the the, the shop that uh, Justin's character runs, it's almost identical names, like Oddities and Curiosities or something along those lines. It's like... Oh, okay. I wonder um, if Griffin had read this. I don't know. I feel like Griffin stopped reading in Animorphs, but maybe that's just the vibe I get. Um, that's some, I was going to say that's some subtle shade but that's not even subtle it's <laughs> just shade this giant palm tree is just growing up out of the ground he's like I can't where's the sun gone um, Will lives in the Bennington which is where Mabel's family lives and Theta and Henry we also have Miss Addie and oh I just totally Miss Lillian Lillian thank you mm-hmm their cats the resident witches <laughs> as we all have yeah but that's what i love about this book 
Um, and that's why I'm going to keep going on with the series is well also because I'm confused but um, I like the fact that this is just commonplace it's just like this is something that's happening and nobody is batting an eyelid nobody is shocked that there's powers involved there's witches involved it reminds me of um, I was watching have you ever seen Kiki's Delivery Service um, so she she just flies off to a town and just lands in a town and tells people I'm a witch and they're not shocked they're just like oh oh that's nice (laughs) <laughs> and that's what this is like it's like she has showed up in this thing and her powers are there and there are witches and there are people who can do stuff and let's just get on with it and you don't have to spend 60% of your your <clears throat> reading time with her having to explain what her powers are people just accept them yeah. they do accept it for now oh boy because oh. I'm worried like I was worried when Evie was doing it um like at parties and stuff when she was uh, doing like her, her trick at parties I was like oh my god I'm like flashing back like Salem she's a witch they're gonna try to like burn her at the stake and then at the end when she like li- just tells everybody I, I'm i a little concerned yeah, for that her was safety very much an I am Iron Man moment yeah <laughs> I do have to say like the ending of this book they defeat Naughty John and then there's like another like 60 pages and I'm sitting it's there like an hour what happens after this point yeah. yeah and and then i was mm. like i thought she announces that she's a diviner mm. and then that does happen she announces yeah. it to the press yeah. and like memphis he didn't keep his powers hidden he was you know a miracle of the church yeah but he wants his brother to keep his hidden and it feels like for good reason now because of what happened yes. to him yeah because um, memphis could heal people Yes. Mm-hmm. And Isaiah can see the future. Yeah. Or the present, because he can guess the cards you have. That's true. He's um, He's got the sight. Like That's the like sight, the best yeah. way to describe he it. He also has like prophetic dreams. And does, yeah. he need, does he need a physical contact um, to be able to predict somebody's future? No, I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. Uh, didn't he take something at Gabriel's? He did. He did. For, did for, he? Well, maybe for specific incidents or people. Yeah. yeah, I thought it. I thought it was going to be like a tarot card reading thing, like a very specific version mm-hmm. of that. But then it seems to to move away from that. Yeah, no, he did. yeah. Actually, that's right. Gabriel did hand him something. Did yeah. he? Yeah. The... I only remembered him giving some, or Memphis giving something of Gabriel's to Evie after the fact. Oh, yes. maybe that's what I'm thinking of the, the rabbit's rabbit. foot. Yeah. No, I feel yeah. like like Isaiah was like, I have to hold something like for that. Like I think he can see the cards mm-hmm. or guess the cards without. Because then his power would be very similar to um, to Evie's, just in the opposite direction. So Evie can hold something and see the past. If he holds something, yeah. like somebody can see the future. Like that would yeah. be a good, good combination. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot. So like this group gets closer as the series goes on, especially in the next book. And it's very weird how separate Memphis is from everybody mm. in this first book. Yeah. Memphis lives in Harlem and that is <laughs> everywhere he goes south of Harlem he expects essentially to get arrested or mm-hmm. get in trouble because it's the 1920s and, and America yes. sucks yep. yes and uh, but I like when Evie meets him for the first time she treats him absolutely the same as she would anybody else yeah same with Theta too yes. like 
Oh, who I love. I love the uh, the voice acting for Theta. The, yeah. the, the very yes. 1920s flapper. Very much reminded me of Aubrey Plaza yes. as Janet Snakehole in <laughs> Parks and Rec, but not drunk <laughs> off stage. <Yes>. juice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's going to become a Russian heiress. That is what they're toting her out to be as she makes her appearance on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um. We got Henry, who plays piano. Mm. Do they say where he's from? He's from New Orleans. So mm. I think it's kind of obvious with the accent, but, and the shares and things like that. And he's, he's Tisa's roommate, or he lives, he's the guy who lives there. Yeah. 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 I like the, how they present that of like, because like when Evie comes to town and she hears that they live together and they tell everybody that they're brother and sister, but they clearly don't look alike, right. but they like, their family like they totally are yes like if not by blood then definitely by just how close they are to each other and i love when we eventually get their story of yes. how he really helped her out when she ran away to new york yeah theta's backstory is really sad yeah i was gonna be super pissed if naughty john killed her that's when i messaged you megan was yeah. that like if she dies i'm gonna be upset <laughs> What's funny is I definitely tweeted something and was like, I wonder if either Stephanie or Tim will see this. Because I was explaining to my roommate who does die in this series. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> that I was like, I'm going to tweet this and see. I did I see it. I think I saw it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't react to it because I was like, I don't want to know. And just I'm scared to look. look. What, what, did your, what did you say? What did your tweet say? <laughs> oh, it just says, I'm telling my roommate all the main characters that die in the series. Oh, great. So I didn't see that. So now I'm worried about it. Because when I was talking to to George about this, I was like, yeah, I think it's YA. But that doesn't necessarily mean that Evie's safe, that anyone is safe, that they might not die. Because I had to take a break at that point to go to the store. And I was like, I got to tell someone how worried I am about Theta. You don't know who Theta is, but I'm going to explain it to you (laughs) on this walk to the store. Yeah, we were listening to a part and Red was like, oh, I hope this character has a happy ending. And I was like, yeah, I think... Oh, wait a second. <laughs> That's like me watching S.H.I.E.L.D. with George. He's like, <laughs> he's like, oh, I love this person. I'm like, oh, we're going to die at the end of the season. <laughs> I also just have this image, because Naughty John, is, it's just the name of it is just so, it's so incongruous with what he does. And I just have this image of Stephanie halfway through the book rolling up a newspaper and going, you better not. That's so naughty, John. It's so naughty. <laughs> you leave Theta alone. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time reading that being like, oh, I guess Theta's going to die. But it's not. It's the mean girl. Which is not better. She's skinned alive. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, it's not it's great. not better. I mean, that, was, that was his naughtiest moment. She... <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Oh. Like, <laughs> I don't he know why. Some... Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. She's like, he has some moments, like, um, I'm, like, I just, I'm trying to think, like, I think it was with the first one, with Ruda, was that her name? Mm-hmm. When he brings her to his house, I'm like, you should, A, you shouldn't be going anywhere with strangers. This is a terrible decision. A strange man, also. Like, don't do this. In the middle but, like, of the how, night. right, in the middle of the night, but how he made her see the house how he wanted her to see the house mm-hmm. and it took a little bit for her to like to break it or like the smell was wrong or the feel was wrong. It didn't match with this beautiful house that she was seeing. I really liked the magic of that. Um, and the magic of when he has, is it Tommy, the little boy? Yeah. Um, how he's suddenly in front of him every time the kid turns to like try to run away. He's always in front of him. So I like the magic of it. Just I mean, it's terrifying. But... This warehouse. 
and go get the stuff on the other side of the warehouse. What harm could that sure. bring? Sure. Oh, yeah. poor thing. I bet his friends felt really bad for locking him up in there after. <laughs> God, assholes. Fourteen-year-old <laughs> <laughs> assholes. All fourteen-year-olds are assholes. All of them, even the yeah, ones that are nice. This is true. Deep down, that's fair. That's yeah. True. yeah, some grow out of it. Some don't. This is also true. <laughs> Um, Megan, as the series goes on, yes, is there an overarching plot, or is it like a yeah. monster of the week? So, like Naughty no. John book one, uh, there is... Bad Boy Billy book two. No. <laughs> uh, the second book is about the sleeping sickness, but there is an overarching story. And does Evie that has started in this? Does Evie get to okay. talk to her brother? I am not going to tell you anything about James. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I I feel like that's definitely as a guy who doesn't know, that's mm-hmm. hinted at so strongly. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was kind of hoping. Like, I gotta, yeah, yeah. I'm maybe... gonna be honest. I don't remember. But oh. <laughs> so, okay. To put this in perspective, I've read the first book four times now. I've read the second okay. and third two or three times. I've read the fourth only once, and it was right before uh. the world shut down last year. So this is why when Red was like, "Does this person have a happy ending?" I was like, "Yeah." I honestly don't remember how book four ends. Hang on a second. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, so there's there's a book five, and it's not going to be out till twenty twenty nine. No, so it, it definitely wraps decade, up. Ollie. No. It definitely wraps up. <laughs> it was book three and book four. I want to say was three and a half years between. Mm. Well, that's yeah, good. That was four. a good chunk. You say three and a half years is a lot. It's fine. That's I I can handle three and a half years. It's the no. The series is done. You're yeah. good. There's no more books coming out. You're good. I don't know. It sounds yeah, like book four may have caused the pandemic from the way you described it earlier. Yeah. Because you were reading it just before <laughs> the world went into lockdown last time. Cause I mean, I was reading like six books right before the world went into lockdown. What caused the world to go into reading. lockdown is the fact that I got a really bad haircut. And I went, man, this is going to suck to be outside of this haircut. And then I didn't have to be. So there's like this little little demon on the shoulder who is like, oh, really? Is that what you want? I got you. Yeah. yeah. Or, or okay. a monkey paw situation. Like it's like, yeah. oh, oh, I've only got one paw. finger left. What's my last wish? I wish people didn't get to see this haircut. Yeah. Done. Wish granted. <laughs> yep. no, I got a haircut right before we went to Vegas. And the world shut down, like, the week after we got back from Vegas. Oh, man, I've never been in Vegas, and I kind of want to go to Vegas. Let's go. I want to go. go to Vegas. Last time Vegas, I went, I was, Vegas like, 20 cool. and couldn't do anything. Tim, how many times have you been in Vegas? I've only been once, but I was shocked. Like, I just expected something sort of scuzzy based on all the, the, the media that you consume about Las Vegas. Mm-hmm, I went mm-hmm. there, I'm like, this is actually really nice. Like, mm. this is cool. People are really friendly. Like, I don't get it. I guess there's another side to it. Like, a, like, like anywhere, old, I guess. Yeah, side. That's a little bit more of what you would think. But it's nice. The, the, it's nice to get yeah, that positive version, as opposed yeah, to yeah, I think yeah, this yeah. place is going to be great, and then get there and realize it's scuzzy. Yeah, like yeah, that's true. like England. Um, oh, <laughs> but I want to go there. <laughs> I'm joking. England is lovely. The vast majority oh. is an absolute wonderful place. Newcastle, stay away. But the rest of it's lovely. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk to you before making any travel plans. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think Spain might be above 
that on my list. Oh, Spain's lovely. In France and maybe Italy. Okay, so it may be like my fourth choice, <laughs> fifth choice, but I do want to go. At some points. <laughs> well, because like I really just want to spend a day in France eating, like drinking wine, eating bread and cheese and any like fancy little things from the patisseries. And then the same thing in Italy, but like with pasta. So yeah. I'm like basing all my travels around food. It's all good. And what when, I want to do. And I don't have foods in England that I'm like, I really want to go do that. Oh. When my stepdad so. went to Italy, they took cooking classes. So. I want to do that. Yeah. Yes. I also do want to go to Ireland too. Stephanie. Yes. Yes. I want to go to Ireland and try Guinness because I don't like it here. Oh, it's so but much I'm better. I'm very curious. It's, it's, <laughs> I would it's like the, it there. It's just such a different. If I don't, that's it. It's a I'm different done. experience. <laughs> Or that'll be the only place I'll drink it. It could go either way. Tim, have you ever been in Europe? I have not. No. Have you ever left the country? Uh, about three or four feet. Uh, I, I have been to on the Canadian side oh. of Niagara Falls. Okay. So, so for all intents and purposes, no. <laughs> but yes. But Tim, you live in Atlanta. <laughs> I do. All right. So th- this is what, it's one of those things about living in Europe that you, it's so hard to get your head around that like, you're like, oh, I've only been like four feet out of the country. But to get from where you are to be able to be four feet out of the country, I can be in Russia. Way. Like, yeah. th- that's, yeah. that's not an exaggeration. It's like I could, <laughs> yeah. live, well, maybe not, maybe slightly, I'd definitely be in Poland at that distance. So like <laughs> yes. I'd be bordering Russia and you're thinking, your country is so big. It's yeah. such a huge, yeah. massive place. Um, so, like Stephanie was saying, I'd like to go to Spain. It's like, I've been to Spain. I'd like to go to Italy. I've been to Italy. But, like, it, it's an hour on a plane. Yeah. You know, it's just such oh, a yeah. different right. experience. Yeah. Just be able to... And then Ryanair will let you fly there for 25 euros there and 25 euros back. You're like, Jesus. okay, I've been there it's and back for 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh, my God. I want to go to Europe. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> There's a thing called the 18 to 30 trip, and uh, I'm, I'm going to say Stephanie is young enough to take this trip where you can buy a ticket that will allow you to go to 11 different cities on a train. And oh, you, cool. can, you can, wow. but like you pass through them, but you can just take 11 stops, so get off the train at 11 different places. And it's like 400 bucks. And then, so all you need to, that's that's what I'm saying, all you need to do then is just, you can stay as long as you want in each of those 11 cities. And it's, so we call it interrailing and a lot of people do it like once, you know, you're you're finished college and you're 22, 23 and you just go, I'm going to go do this. And the government subsidizes the the price for it. So it's like to get people out to experience Europe and it's just, it's wonderful. Like, it's just like, I'm in Budapest now and I'm going to stay here for four days and uh, where oh, well, I suppose I'm going to go to Sofia next. You're like, wow, this is class. Just get on a train and yeah. I don't think I'm young enough to do it, but I would totally do it. But well, you can always fudge the numbers, Stephanie. Don't say, don't say. But I do. I look like I'm. But I'm. I think I think you could pass. You, you pass for twenty nine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> My knees hurt. <laughs> Well, maybe don't start with that when you're buying don't, the ticket. Don't talk, like, like, go down the stairs smoothly and not like, oh, God. When, when I was growing up in the 80s. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just add oh. bet a lot to everything. That's what yeah. the teens are saying. Bet? Bet. bet is that what they say? Over here, they say sir at the end of their sentences when I'm talking to them. But that's... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think that's more of a, a combination of my age and job. Good God. It is such a weird thing to hear on the street when you're just walking down. How are you, sir? Okay. <laughs> the diviners, Megan. The diviners. Yes. The diviners. Oh, okay. So speaking of teens, something I'm wondering about. I found Evie a little frustrating at certain points, but she is 17. Mm-hmm. So like when she wants to use her powers and her uncle says no, it's very Dumbledore of him to not tell her why it's a bad idea. Like maybe if he told her, she wouldn't have tried to use them or go so deep, but whatever. But and then she goes to the house where she thinks Naughty John is with Mabel. Um, I'm just very curious if I read this, like, say, when I was a teenager, if I would have been, like, rooting for her. Yeah, Evie, go oh, do yeah. this. Whereas as an adult, I'm like, the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> just listen to your uncle. <laughs> no, definitely would have been like, yeah, let's go solve a mystery. Yeah. We're not going to die. We're only 17. Right. But I'm, I was already thinking ahead to the last offering with the bride. I was like, don't do this. Don't set yourself up for this. <laughs> I do enjoy the woman who has spent her entire life waiting for John to come back, thinking that oh she's God. going to be his bride, and he trades her in. Yep. Yeah, her, her younger model. model. She's Mar- yeah. Mary. Is that that's her name? Mary. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah that is. That's who sad. Has to be like ninety or something, right? Like something like that. Yeah. 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 Has no money because she spent it all <laughs> to keep his house, mm-hmm. paying the taxes on his house. Mm. is not in good health which again money might have been able to help with that seeing the doctor whatever treatment yeah Yeah, because they seem to have like crazy medical advances yeah Yeah. (laughs) just called jericho's people um yeah her commitment never wavered until the end and she seemed a little upset yeah when she realized i'd be a little pissed if i thought i was gonna be a bride and i was killed as the widow Right. Like, fuck right. you too, dude. Right. <laughs> Have you just, I think that's a very good point Stephanie was making about Evie and Mabel deciding to go into the house on their own. Once, you, once you're aware that there's something supernatural at play, and I get that one of you has powers. Like, when you guys were that but, age, did you ever go to an, like an abandoned house or no. to try out, check out or anything like this? No. Yeah. Because, no. A could be ghosts b there's definitely bugs no i'm not doing this <laughs> but also definitely in her bugs. shoes she's like the guy that they've arrested she knows is definitely 100 percent not the killer so he's still out there and she's like i'm gonna go to where i think he's hanging out <laughs> why <laughs> at least no. at least take a group like don't don't just go here mabel right. my one unpowered friend Right. Please go. Also, her power is to read objects. She can't shoot fire or lightning from her hands. Like, you can, okay, you're going to read something. To, She's going to talk like, him to death. Uh, not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I never went into any, like, but abandoned or. No. Megan, did you? Mabel, yes, but Mabel probably mm-hmm. has but, the most, Megan, like, no, no, Megan, no, stable. No, 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 no. We, we ain't brushing over this because you said yes. And, uh, <coughs> so, Listen. Mm hmm. I think it is very clear that I was that kind of kid. It's fine. It's fine. I was a wimp. I wanted <laughs> I'm to not find doing a mystery. It. I wanted to solve a mystery or find supernatural in the world. That was me as a kid. And did were these you? places that you thought were haunted, or like what was the story behind some of these places? <laughs> oh my god, we're not doing this. We're going to talk about the book. 
it's <laughs> really not, relevant to the book. It's, it's not, not a therapy session. It's relevant because... No, I'm just curious. I would have gone to, like, if I'd have somebody said to me, Ollie, uh, there's a haunted house there with somebody named Naughty Joanne in there. I'd be like, nice. And then I'd have gone in. <laughs> so I'm like... <laughs> There's a house not far from mm-hmm. my parents' house. And I remember specifically driving towards this house, and there's a stop sign right in front of it. So you, you stop there. The person in the car with me was like, you know, that house there is haunted. And me looking over and being like, yeah, it's kind of creepy looking. And then gas. <laughs> drive away. <laughs> like, oh no, there was no interest Appropriate. In... I don't know. I, I've started walking... In around it like taking longer routes and stuff just just as a, a fitness thing and then um, there's one walk in particular here behind my house like I, I'm, I'm gesturing to a white wall i'm not it's like behind my house here and then um, the, it so it goes through the bogs like the moors and at the bottom of it there's like a compound and i'm like i can't describe it as anything other than a compound there's like barbed wire fences around it like tall ones there's lots of cameras if you're Walking past it at night time, lights come on. There's loads of warnings about dogs and stuff. But this is Ireland. Like, there's nothing like... it's. I've never seen anything like this before. And I was out walking with my principal. And we're out walking past it. And he goes, yeah, that's John Bannon's, right? Um, so John Bannon, if you happen to be listening to this, I know where you live. All right. So he goes to me, that's, he says, that's John Bannon's. Um, he moved out of the town about five years ago and just built all of this stuff around it. You know, he's just a weird guy, right? And as I was walking, we were about 200 yards further on and my principal's touching 60 and I'm 40. And I looked over at him and I was like, if we were still kids, like, we'd have to climb that fence. <laughs> and he thought for a second and he went, oh yeah, 100%. And then oh God, there was yes. that little moment where a 40-year-old and a 60-year-old man were looking at each other and it was a genuine, if one of us had have said, let's go do it, I think I would have, like... <laughs> But the, then the moment passed and we just kept walking. So, I mean, I get it. Like. Just to recap, Ollie said he walked out of his house <laughs> through the bog. Yeah. Through the moors to the... Co- what kind of Dracula castle do you live in? I don't... I, I would send pictures... I'm gonna go, as, soon as, we, as, as soon as we as soon as we finish this walk, I will. Sh- I'm gonna uh, finish this walk as soon as I finish this podcast. I'll take photographs on my way on the walk because I'm about to go do it. Okay, okay. and it's yes, it's like one of those yes. things where people go, "Oh, Ireland can't be all that magical or whatever." And you're going, "Well, there's the first of the broken castles I'm going to walk past today. Like they're just all over the place, and it's like literally bogs and moors and like what are you doing up at the top of this hill? Well, there's an old house." Uh, oops and I'll take pictures of the compound so you can see what it is like it's like weird this isn't like Alabama where there's a militia living in there it's just a weird dude John Bannon by the way that's his name watch out for him but that's all the the militias are just compounds of multiple weird dudes yeah that's true this is just a compound of a singular weird dude But but he can't have guns like they're, they're illegal in Ireland so he's just like that's it's a why, compound of him just living in there with some dogs that's probably why we have the, the massive weird dudes and you just have the one that's true and his <laughs> like name is he, once again lead. John Bannon let's just make sure <laughs> we get this on the, the, the secret meeting of the weird dudes he drew the shorts on <laughs> you gotta go man the Ireland post he's like come on I wanna no. shoot stuff <laughs> he's basically a Bond villain that's what he is I, I, I need to get in 
Okay, Megan, the diviners. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like you were going to say something about Mabel, about her and I Evie just going was, into I that. Say that she's the most derails and then <laughs> is the one who's always like, well, Megan, Megan, get back on track. <laughs> This is this like is my Mabel, revenge. Oh my god! Is the most level-headed of any of them? Oh yeah, she's yeah. I mean, she's gonna be big mad and probably not level-headed when she finds out about Evie and Jericho. If yeah. she finds out about them making out on the rooftop, all yeah. romantic and stuff. But I spend a lot of time being like, do I like Evie? Evie is selfish. She is. But Evie is. Yeah, also Mabel calls a her that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but she's seventeen. Yeah. But she's kind of yeah. doing Mabel a favor because Jericho is a robot. But maybe Mabel would accept that. Yeah, you don't and know. And love him for who he is. We don't know. And we may never know. I don't know what's going to happen. Mabel would start picketing <gasps> for robot rights. 100%. <laughs> it sounds But he doesn't exactly think like Mabel Obama. has a, a thought of her own in her head. But yeah. why he thinks he's... Evie does, I don't fucking know. Right. Yeah, and like... when he's sitting there quoting, I think he's the Nietzsche, one who quotes Nietzsche. Yeah. I was like, um, pot kettle? Yeah. What? yeah. <laughs> like, it's also, it's a okay, little, sir. it's a little bit mean. And his, his dismissal of Mabel is very, it's, oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. That and was yeah, real yeah. rude. Also, that's some bad friending from Evie. Like, I get that. What, to that, make what out that, with... No, no, not just to make out. Like, people make out, they're fine. But, if somebody said something like that about my best friend and just dismissed him like that, it's so oh, yeah. it would be that would be off the table. Like you're done, you're gone. I'm not I mean, I don't care if you're a very attractive robot lady. I am not going to be macking on you. <laughs> she does stand up. You're rude about my friend. She does, but then she does make out with him after. It's because not the he, same okay. day. <laughs> it's not the same day. And they do have an interaction where he is they like him and Mabel have a nice conversation. Yes. So and Mabel's Maybe, starting to look at some cute protester, so it's okay. Yeah, that's mm. true. But Evie doesn't know that. That's true. Evie <laughs> is, yeah, you don't make out with your friend's crushes. You just don't do that. Or you don't go out with your best friend's little sister. Just throw that shit at Harry Potter. <laughs> what were we watching? <laughs> just saying. Oh, uh, we do were it. watching something. Oh, Ginny and Georgia. And there are these characters in it that are twins fraternal twins and jenny becomes best friends with the girl and then like secretly starts hooking up with the brother and my roommate spends the whole time being like i don't understand why everybody's so angry about this and that's like feeding into this as well <laughs> just like where are these rules coming from don't date younger sisters what do you mean where's these rules think- coming from it's it's from the place of don't date my younger sister like- <laughs> yeah but what if you befriend everybody in Ireland and then they can't date your younger siblings? That sounds like the best plan in the world. I mean, my youngest sister is 32 you... and about to get married, so she will be pissed. But <laughs> but it's for her best interest, apparently. <laughs> oh, I think, I think at that age, yeah. right? Um, it's obviously not now. Like, I, mean, I don't care. Like, everybody John my best buddy like you can go date my sister but um, I think when you're 17 or 18 it's the implication is that when you're 17 or 18 you're going to be doing stuff with somebody's sister you don't want to know that your friend has been doing that with your sister and at that stage like it's all 
clandestine and it's all you know <laughs> hey lads locker room talk basically and you don't want your friend to be showing up at football training on monday and when everybody's talking That's about fair. the girl they're with at the weekend and then you know like you know it's, it's your sister, sister. Yeah. Like, okay yeah. that makes sense but other otherwise like like mean, sisters are fine like everybody's a sister like it's that being said don't make out with your friend crush your friend's crush that's that's a lie yeah that's kind of mean especially if he's a robot he's not a robot he just has robot parts so he's he's a robot so he's a cyborg he's a cyborg that is a better yes well, Megan, you say it's a better, but like it's <laughs> a better terminology. Cyborg rights. I bet cyborgs would get shit on a lot more than robots. I think so too. Yeah. The whole half breed thing. Like pick yeah. a pick a lane. <laughs> Who's a lane? Listen, Elaine was my friend's sister. <laughs> She's the one that got away because I was obeying those rules. Well, Ollie, there's always tomorrow. That's <laughs> true. I was thinking, I was wondering if Evie and Sam were going to get together. We really talked about Sam. We yeah. haven't talked much about Sam. I thought it was going um, to be Evie and Sam too. There's definitely a love triangle yeah. Yeah, going on. Definitely that like combative kind of like relationship that they have going on where they like tease each other and like but now they're like friends even though he totally stole her $20 and kissed her unwantedly I, when in the first five minutes of meeting her I kind of think like since we now know that there's like four of the books I think I think that might I'm looking at Megan for a reaction here but I'm thinking that maybe maybe we could have <laughs> some more face. Evie Sam interactions later maybe I think I think it is a good setup for a love triangle. Yeah, definitely. Because he, like... I nearly said... I nearly said love quadrangle. And I went, like, well, that would be a square. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. It so doesn't like, have to be like perfectly, like, angled. It could be... Yeah. A parallel. batteries are going to die or something. Oh, my and God. so he's just going to be out of... <sighs> he should have used energizers. <laughs> 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 that's his um that's going to be on his tinder profile <laughs> so speaking of sam i think we were talking about jericho no no <laughs> memphis <laughs> speaking of sam 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 who like i'm I like him and his and Evie's relationship now, how it's come to be. Yeah. And like when she thinks Jericho thinks she's a freak and she runs off and Sam follows her and he sits outside the bathroom for a little bit. I thought that was really sweet. Like, yeah, because he's got I mean, he has his own secret that he hasn't told her about yet, which I feel like he needs to come out and tell her that. But that's um, told that about is... his mom. The fact yeah. that he can be invisible. Is that the secret? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's he a, does it with her, but doesn't tell her. Right. That dude is ninety percent hot garbage, though. Like throughout most of this book. Oh, Sam. Yeah. 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 Picking pockets. Yeah. And the the last thing we have from him is him like 
having people not see him and picking pockets as he goes. But like, I do want to know what the fuck happened. Where is his mom? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. I want to know about Project <laughs> Buffalo. Give me all the details. How was it when you found out that Will was part of Project Buffalo? Surprising not. It wasn't really surprising because what's her name sister walker kept going to his talk to him the Mm -hmm. one who was working with isaiah and the cards and i was like something's going on either they're part of some group or they did something together i had a second of like did they conjure an evil spirit as like teenagers (laughs) and didn't put it back (laughs) that's what's coming i i felt that he was the one major adult character or fully grown character throughout the books and Maybe it's just from reading a lot of YA's uh, that I felt like that there had to be more. Like, as in there had to be a secret revealed about him. Um, and the fact that he is very secretive about Evie's powers Everything. and won't really just discuss them mm-hmm. straight out with her. I felt like it was going to be revealed. I didn't actually put together that he was going to be working with the group. I, I thought maybe he'd been a part of them at some stage and then got out. But the fact that he was still in contact with uh, is it Sister Walker. Sister mm-hmm. Walker, yeah. Walker. Well, he's yeah. he's not in contact with her really. Yeah, like they she haven't spoken him. for years, but something yeah. happens and she comes and and looks for him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the not, Department like, of Paranormal Activity or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's actually what it's called. But I think it's just the U.S. Department <laughs> of the Paranormal, maybe or something. something. <laughs> <laughs> My name works too. Yeah, it does. So. Um, where do you think the powers come from? Do you think it is just... There's some heavy religious implications in the book. Like they're talking about There's bringing back Antichrist. Religion. So, I mean, yeah. we could find out that they're God-given powers, maybe. Um, That's true. Maybe. I don't know. But how Do we know how old Theta is or Sam? Because I'm curious if it's like... Sam is also 17. Theta, yeah. I don't think we know. They don't, ah, okay. No, they said she was 17. She is 17, okay. Yeah. She is, are they all 17? Something yeah, about so. this birth year? Yeah. Like a select people are given these powers? Mm-hmm. But there's also Isaiah. Yeah, she read That's She right. read as older <laughs> to me. Young. Um, I didn't realize she was 17. Yeah. I would have said she was in her mid-20s. Um, yeah, yeah, I would have it, too. I think it was 14 when they quit casting her and she goes to marry that yeah. guy, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is, you know, shocking in and of itself. Yes. Um, yeah, you're um. right. Religion does play a part of this. And it's scary religion. And Ooh. eugenics. And yeah. Well, the whole stuff, the, the whole talk about the stuff. beast was scary. Like that's, And it's very interesting. Like that, yeah. I, I like getting different sides of stuff because, again, it's not just... Oh, this is a magic that we can't explain. It does seem like it's going to lead up to this is where it comes from. And I'm kind of assuming that the, the last book will wipe out the magic or something or something like that will happen or reset the system. Mm. That's a good theory. Yeah. It's definitely wonder, a cult. Mm-hmm. Not a religion. Mm. I wonder how, how far does, like by the time you get to book four, how much time has passed? Yeah. Are we still in um, the 20s or has it... We're still in the 20s because it okay. definitely ends with that feeling of, like, it has more or less a happy ending. I mean, mm-hmm. and, For those who but, but you're also sitting end. here being like, <laughs> it's definitely like 1928, guys. Like, the Great oh, Depression's yeah. about to happen. Oh, you're like, so it finishes with a, yes, we did it. Everything's going to be all right. 
28. 24th I, of June, 1928. I, I'm like, fairly I certain, like, there is a moment in the epilogue of the last book where, like, Hitler gets mentioned on the radio or something. <gasps> yeah. Just, like, a reminder yeah. that, like, hey, shit's about to get now, bad. But... Yeah. I think they oh. mentioned that, like, in the in the early part of this book, like, one guy says that there's going to be economic troubles and, like, yeah. the guy next to him was like, yeah, yeah right, like, that'll ever happen. And I'm like, yeah. oh. Yeah, it's like you don't know. You don't know. Do you know what would be yeah. the absolute worst though? Is if you were a humanomorph and you humanomorphed into Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Tune that in to the next episode of Minds at Yerk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. Flawless. Cross 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 brand synergy. <laughs> And also the second episode of Judging Megan's Book Choices. That's where I thought you were going when you said next episode. Humanimorphs was not my choice. Uh, <laughs> For the record. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm very curious to see more. I'm also curious to see if we see more of the Brethren who like oh god these crazy crazy zealots like i just am concerned if they're going to try to have some payback for what our people did with or really evie did to naughty john they would um, live in a compound yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. also zealots yeah. are such a good they're such a good thing to add into any book series because you can never truly root them out so that means that yeah. in book three they can just show up again Oh, we're a different mm-hmm. group of the zealots and we have a slightly mm-hmm. different ideology. And that's why like, it's, I, I love when I start reading stuff like this because it just automatically adds the possibility of extra mythos to the series without yeah. feeling like it's heavy-handed because, as I said, oh, we were, we're the Cincinnati group of the Brethren. And <laughs> because it's the 1920s, it took us four months to get here. Yes, it took Evie four months to get to New York. That was like a yeah. ass train ride. Uh, her family has more money, so <laughs> they could usually fair. get her on this the train. These brethren are wonder... making their way up, picking peaches and stuff. I wonder how far Cincinnati is from Zenith now. <laughs> I gotta say, though, like, speaking of Evie's family, like, yeah. that kid is very positive for someone who is very aware that her mother hates her. Yeah. That's what I was like, going to bring up. Like, that moment... That Evie discovers she has powers because she goes back in time to the memory of her mother wishing she had died instead of James. That's I hate. I always hate something. Heartbreaking. There's very few things that in a media that can make me automatically feel sad, angry at the same time as finding out that one parent wishes that somebody else had. Um, it's like it, it happens in um, Stand By Me. Where the dad like says yeah. the wrong kid died, and every single time I'm like I'm tearing up, but at the same time Man, I want to slap that dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Oh, it's just the worst. Yeah. I mean, you could possibly chalk it up to the fact that like the son would have provided more for her family or whatever, but uh, so shitty. But yeah. do you not think that her sort of positive ad- outlook sort of fits with her being a little spiteful? It does. I think yeah. she also has um, alcoholic tendencies. Like, once yeah. you learn that, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. you do a lot of the things you're doing to avoid reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Poor kid. Curious to see if her family 
like if we get to see her family's reaction to her coming out as a diviner like telling all the news reporters like because her parents sent her away right for doing this uh, although wait do her parents her, her parents don't know that she can do it i don't think so or do, okay i think she says she um, heard it from a maid or something okay um, but I'm very curious to see if they, how they, if we find out how they feel about it. Um, I I kind of once you find out that Uncle Will has been linked to this sort of stuff in the past, I kind of put it together that maybe that's why the dad decided that New York was the place to send her to, as in this this weird thing just happened. Hey, get off to your Uncle Will, like he mm. he'll be able to deal with this better than we can. Or maybe just, like, get away from your mom because she hates this. That is possible. What do you think is going to happen to Evie now that she's announced that she's Iron Man? She's nervous about the Justice League. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what I sort of thought, honestly, maybe at some point during this book that she was going to sort of, like, solidify a team of people with special powers or a group. Maybe team's the wrong word. Uh, Maybe she starts some sort of business that involves them or something so that they can all sort of be together and fight crime and 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 fight crime on the side yeah i do feel like her announcement will make people more like theta could like more comfortable telling her yeah her power and henry that time he saw her in the dream so it might make them open up to her i don't know that theta's Um, ever going to be comfortable with her murder powers uh, well you get used to it after a while don't worry about it She accidentally <laughs> used it for murder. It's not a that's murder why, power. No, 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 but that's why I think she, she's not going to be ever okay with it. I'm, no. I'm not saying she was wrong to do it. Yeah. She was right to do it. But because of the way it came up, I think that she's just never going to be comfortable. Maybe they can help her get comfortable with Maybe. her powers. Maybe. You know, like a do, support group type of thing. Did I miss it or did it explain what Project Buffalo is? They have not. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming it's going to be linked to Will's reading of the files, basically. Yeah, um, Project Buffalo yeah. is something that's going to go over the whole series. And that was that was the thing that Sam's mom was involved yes. with, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want to know where she is. What is she doing? What is happening? And <laughs> the, the entire series, this is not a jibe at Megan in the series thing. The entire series is called The Diviners. Yes. So, and you were saying the second book is mostly around Ling, the green-haired, I mean, so green-eyed girl. Everybody shows up, but you get more of Henry's backstory and you get Ling's story Yeah, in book two. And in book um, three, do they add in somebody as well? Because that's, it, you know, it's, that, that no. would lead towards Tim's, like we're yeah. putting the team together. No, book three... I view these as more of like the social movements that they're talking about. So like book two is a lot about like the racism against Chinese people. Mm-hmm. And um, because book two is about a sleeping sickness that takes over New York and it starts in Chinatown and thus everybody starts being really <sighs> terrible to Chinese people. And hey, does that not sound familiar at all? And book three touches a lot on the issues with the psych wards and mental institutions. Oh, okay. I don't remember... I think book three is more of like the overarching story. Hmm. And so, so it, not that because this book was very good, uh, but if if they sideline these characters, does it feel forced? 
feet, no, no, reading no, about I, from Ning, or is it just because that's that particular story? It's just that story. Like everybody's still going to show up. Everybody's still going to have their moments and things like that. It's just that you're going to learn more about Henry and Ling in the yeah. next books. You're oh, still going to have a lot of Memphis and cool. Theta hanging out and mm. Isaiah and Evie drinking and things like that. Yeah, I can get on board with that. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it's definitely not forced. It's just that um, that's whose story, I guess, is told because... Hmm. Is the sleeping yeah. sickness paranormal related i don't know you're gonna have to read book two to find out what i'm going to read book two what is the title of book two lair of dreams lair of dreams okay it starts off in a similar way where the first chapter kind of explains okay i'm excited (laughs) all right so me and ollie will put together a calendar jesus so we'll know when to record our first episode (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> after we finish this book and then I guess we could just pop it on this feed oh is yeah, that so okay. <laughs> we'll just, just drop it, it in it'll be no problem <laughs> uh, we should learn how to um, how to uh, what's the best to describe this uh, to put on 1920s accents um, oh. oh, I thought you were going to say costumes. Oh no, well, I'm not calling for that one again. Costumes, fine. I'm already coming as like a blind Bill. I'm just a homeless guy. Uh, but, but yeah, we, we should we should be able to be like you know, we'll talk, let's talk about C. Like we we'll, we we'll go, we'll be fine. Yep, I like it. I like. We it. haven't in. talked about blind Bill much. Yeah, I'm concerned about him. The I, that I spent all book thinking was really cool and then, well, <laughs> almost murders a child. Yeah. yeah. He didn't hey. murder the child. child I said child. almost. <laughs> he almost commits when, child murder. When you almost murder a child, what you've just done is thought a lesson. Um I meant to say taught a lesson and said thought a lesson. <laughs> it just completely changes the entire sentence yes, I was making up. Yep. Damn, uh, being Irish and my inability to say th properly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Wild Bill. I like Wild Bill, <laughs> or Blind Bill. Sorry, Wild Bill. I also like Wild Bill. It's a great card player. <laughs> Megan, I know I mentioned it before, but since the second book is called Lair of Dreams, and it yes. involves sleep and sickness, yes. Do we do we get some more James action? Like I mean, just you can just be like a. Oh maybe. my god! She <laughs> said she was not gonna tell. Because he's a dreamy, you know, he's a dream boy. He's a dreamy boy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the dreams didn't stop after the pendant was no. destroyed, and in fact, now he's talking to her. So it's like I'm kind of like, did he know that it was her destiny to do something, something? And if I tell you, James, that, I don't is important. Know. Is that enough? enough for me uh, that that will do me for now so that's a yes from megan (laughs) everybody listening at home that's a yes from megan james is important who do you think evie's gonna end up with i think she's gonna stick with the robot no no she's gonna go with sam by the end of this thing i feel like it's the robot the robot i'm calling it now will not be there in book four <gasps> yeah, I'm calling oh, it now. So you think a main character is oh, no. going to die before book four? Yeah, I've learned my animorph lesson here. And it's Jericho. Uh, yeah, okay. uh, interesting. No, I, I do, um, because of the way that they were talking about how the the other guy 
who was missing an arm and two legs, I think. And he, they sort of yes. repaired him and stuff went so bad for him. I feel like this this thing, he's not long for the future. Mm. But you don't think Jake Marlowe has been sitting there trying to perfect the serum? Jake Marlowe being the guy that he met for lunch to get oh, is that, what, was that his name? Yeah. Um, yeah, mm. no, I, I don't. I, yeah, sure, he could have been trying. It doesn't mean he's going to get there. I think he's going to, like, sacrifice himself for Evie. I could see that. Some type of sacrifice for Evie or for, like, the good of the world type of thing. You <laughs> both know, of the humanity. same. <laughs> Evie's humanity. Yeah. You know, both. I think I have this um, oh, go vision on. of him, like, like, in a fire, like, saving people, but it burns huh. off his human parts. So oh. he comes out looking just like the Terminator. He's this not a badass. fucking robot all the way through. <laughs> Listen, but you don't know what he's going to be like by the end of the yeah. series, apart from know, a, a burned-up crisp of a robot. She does. <laughs> there is one person here who does know. He <laughs> uh, like does not turn into a crispy robot. Sam <laughs> left the human parts on him so that he could travel through time because you can't send just metal through time. Exactly. You can't just bring full weapons. You oh need my. to have that skin on the outside. Uh, yep. uh, Sam gives me a lot of PETA vibes. Um, so okay. where I think that for some reason he'll end up with the main character, but at the same time you're just sitting there going, no, nobody, nobody who has ever read these books goes, yes, dear, dear that's the couple that should end up together. Like, nobody knows that. <laughs> I do have to say, so Ollie did text me and he's like, I want to talk about the boys. Yeah, I do want to talk about the boys. This is this is what I get in the boys, right? Um, and I come across this a lot, and maybe it's because uh, I read a lot of books written by men, um, just because I mean I read the fancy genre, and like for fifty years it was all men, right? Yeah. So, and as an older dude, I'm, I'm I'm still catching up on stuff from that, and I find that a lot of YA books, the boys always fit into the same archetypes, which are. Not because I don't want to sound like I'm being derogatory, but because no, I really enjoyed this, right? But you have yeah. surly loner with heart of gold, right? Nice boy who might have done some bad things in the past, but you know you can change him. So right? wait a second, which ones are these? Well, yeah. uh, Jericho, the first one. Jericho there is, the surly? is surly, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Sam is he's nice. He's, he's done some things in the past, but you know maybe she can make him better. And then you've okay. got. The rest of the like th- those those are always going to be your your two main choices for boy, right? And then the rest of them kind of fall into the yeah we're just there, like we're here, like we're we're not real serious love contenders for any of the main characters. We might get paired off with you know somebody else eventually by right. the end of the thing, like you know, and that's and that sort of stuff. When I'm reading through it, I'm just there going, the boys are so less interesting than the girls in this book. So I think they do get better especially as henry kind of takes the stage more trying to think uh boring boy problem that's what i call it definitely not going to be a love interest for evie as henry is definitely gay yes what (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's like ollie i cannot tell how serious you're being right now jesus no it's 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 pretty clear Okay. <laughs> and by pretty, I mean it might as well just have like it's, a parade for him. It's stated, so yeah, yeah. it's yeah. fairly clear, very clear. And then Memphis and Theta. Yeah, but that, but that's what I'm saying is it feels like they're they're just going to pair them up, and 
because they, they, they'll become then this is their partnership this is them with those people and like Memphis becomes less interesting because he's just a partner at that point and I don't, I, I'm not saying it's definitely going to happen but that's what I find yeah, with a lot happen. of these series and you're right that is a problem with YA it doesn't happen here I don't think Oh, good. Well, I'm looking forward to, to reading it more. Um, as I said, it's a boring boy problem. It's great to, to have more interesting female characters because, as I said, I've spent 30 years plus reading books about guys with swords and the love interest is, save me! Like, and <coughs> I feel like you Stephanie... should read Black Sun. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> Stephanie, I can recommend some great fantasy that's not written by white men. Right, the one we just did, Black Sun. So good. Amazing. Wait, wait, did you guys, did you guys think I was complaining about it? <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been reveling in this white man's world. <laughs> All I'm gonna say, but yes, Black Sun sounds book. interesting. I, I listened to the episode and it sounds great. It's a Go fantasy on. book where there's a woman who's in trouble, and at no point do we like, oh, let's just rape her. But how it's many great. books are in the Black Sun series? Hold on Only a one is out. Only one is <laughs> out. Right. That's an important word right. there. Not out. <laughs> Right. I think it's a, the book riot article said it was going to be a trilogy. Okay, so that's three. But I don't. I I didn't look super hard, yeah. but I didn't find anything else and about when, it. So I have no idea even when the next one's supposed. When to was out. Black Sun printed? When, when was it released? October of last, last year? year. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah like it's only it. in hard. Well, I think it's only in hardcover right now. Yeah. You know, I, that's what. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to read. I would read that, and I would I, I would come back to you, or, and I'll, I'll record in- a little thing about how how good I thought it was, and you can stick or it anything in anything in K. Jemison. Drop it on this feed. <laughs> yes. Yes, anything N.K. Jemison. I'd rather read some fan fiction set in our world. <laughs> I am glad that you guys all enjoyed this book. It's really good. Yes. As much shit as you're giving. Very, me. very good. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's most, I'm mostly for fun effect, Megan. It's I, 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 I wouldn't come on if I wasn't enjoying your company and the books that we read. <laughs> well, is there anything else about the Diviners that we want to dive into before we start wrapping up um i liked the last like the final battle between yeah. evie and yeah. what's his name like naughty john because jericho was just like knocked out yeah. <laughs> from like minute one <laughs> dropped down a shoot dropped down a shoot and knocked out yes. it's like to no fault through no fault of his own and then it was all on her and she fucking handled business like that was the uh, just to make sure i'm not getting confused that was the part with the uh, the holy relic and the coin Yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she was like, oh, it's a holy relic to me. And I was like, oh, that's so good. Yes. Yeah. So good. I'm curious, though, because, like, I can't remember if it was Miss Addie or Miss Lillian, but one of them said to her that, like, she's going to have to make such tough choices. And I'm curious if that's what she was referring to or something in the future or maybe with the love triangle, she has to choose between saving Sam and Jericho. I like I forgot Addie. about that. Those, those ladies are so cool <gasps> because they're so vague. I'm- I'm I love a upset with them. I'm, sorry I'm a little upset that you have to kill a cat to read its intestines. I'm sorry. Right. And I had George's cat on my lap at that point, And I was like, wait, why is she pulling out a dagger? Wait, what are you doing to Felix? <laughs> poor cat. That's Felix was fed like what, morphine and cream or something. Poor thing. I was like, no. Do you know what's going to happen like uh, 80 years later, 85 years later? That cat's still in the apartment. Megan's apartment. Oh. Oh. New York. Full circle. Is to be fair, I did not live on the Upper West Side, so no. But thanks. Mm. Ghost cat. Maybe the ghost yeah, cat. Yeah. cat traveled. <laughs> give, me, give me a little time to workshop this. I'll figure out how that cat moves. Yeah. We'll figure it out. 
Yeah. Followed another person to your apartment building and then stayed there. <laughs> I love how that's an awesome idea. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's just to say ghost cat. Ghost cat. <laughs> well, that clearly couldn't happen. I don't live in the Upper West Side. Ghost cat lives wherever it wants. It's a ghost cat. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't try and put ghost cat in a box. Yeah, exactly. Ghost cat, even if you did, it'll just come out of the box. It's a ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh. One thing about having a ghost cat is you don't have ghost mice. It's great. <laughs> no, I just had real mice in the apartment. That was fine. Oh, no. That was great. All right. So before we get into what we're doing next, what is everybody reading next? That's I'm going to read podcast. Black Sun. Okay. That's not even a joke. I actually would read it because I'm, I'm always yeah, looking no. for new and interesting things. So I'm, I'm going for it. Good. I cannot wait to hear what you think. And I'm also going to continue watching Grey's Anatomy. What the fuck? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> so I got somebody gave me their Disney Plus login. Um, it wasn't John Bannon. He lives in the compound. But it was one of my friends. Give me, uh, it gave me his digital login specifically to watch One Division, and I, I was watching One Division. I finished up. I was like, "What did I do?" And then Star got added that day, and um, so Star is like the adult content, like the Fox stuff, and it just popped up. It was like Star has now been added, so I clicked on Star and was like, "Why not watch Grey's Anatomy?" And I went, "Why not watch Grey's Anatomy?" It's <laughs> seventeen seasons. Yeah, well, I'm going. You talk about an ongoing series. <laughs> I am four of those seasons in, and uh, and it's only I've only had it for like a month. I don't watch TV like that. Like, and then it's just like, well, this is like a warm cup of cocoa. Uh, you just have it in the background, and you're wandering around. And you're like, yeah. Get to, and there's a That's George in it, life. and he's a nice guy, and there's Meredith, and she's a wet dish rag, and there's like all oh, these other people. And he's just kind of like, yeah, this is nice. And then then you McDreamy's in it, and McSteamy's in it, and then like, you <laughs> meet McDreamy's wife Addison, uh, and you feel sorry for Meredith because his ex-wife is both more talented and prettier than you. You're like, oh, this is just mean. You're doing your you're doing Meredith dirty, um, but it's good. She's further in her career, <coughs> that's all. Yeah, but she's, so what we've established is she's that fine. all these- Done reading unless until he finishes the next thirteen seasons. No, no, no. I I of sometimes Grace have it on while reading. Like I'll just be oh, okay. reading a book. Grace and I be back because like Grace and I be one of those shows where we can just be like, dude, dude with sword just saved lady. All right, look up. Oh, so George is going out with Callie now. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. Is she still living in the basement? Oh no, she's a millionaire now. Spoiler alert. Okay, how did that happen? It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I'm I'm curious to see how you feel about the series as it because I stopped watching. There's a certain point where I stopped watching because I was like, I just can't keep up with this, and I never give up on shows. And that was like several years ago, I, and it's still going. I don't yeah. know if I if I I just got passed in the second season. A point. So I, I'm in the. I've just finished the third season, but in the second season, there's a bit where she's holding a live bomb inside the chest cavity yes. of a person, and she takes it out and gives it to Kyle Chandler. Is that mm-hmm. is either Kyle Chandler or Ron Livingston? But everyone, I think it's Kyle Chandler. No. Um, yes, it is. And like I, then it explodes, and he turns into like red mist in it. The, and I'm like, if mist. I can get past this, <laughs> there's nothing this show can do that's going to make me go. Or I'm turning this off. It's <laughs> it's like. 
my favorite show as a kid was eeyore and this is like Jesus. what if somebody had watched eeyore and then decided we need less of the medicine <laughs> and, and more, more of the of the human drama would also yeah. weirdly and i don't mean this in, in a bad way just eeyore just happened to have like an incredible string of beautiful people just slightly less attractive people than you had in <laughs> eeyore it's just it's just strange but i like it it's good i'm enjoying it Tim, what are you going to be reading next? It's not a podcast. <laughs> Hold on. Ollie actually touched on something that's been bugging me like what? for years. How Why? handsome George Clooney is. It's amazing in ER. <laughs> Why has nobody made a movie where Ron Livingston and Kyle Chandler are brothers? It's a good, Thank you. I, good question. Yeah, I, I do not understand this. I, okay. Um, anyway, I, I've got to read. What is it called? Layer of Dreams? Layer of Dreams. Yes. Layer of Dreams. For the new episode of JMBC. That's for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got to finish up the last book of the Iron Druid series, which won't take long. And then I think I'm starting the Grishaverse books. Oh, yeah. We are reading those. But I, I, yeah, we might work Black Sun in there, too. Yeah, I did tell you to read Black nice. Sun, too. Yeah, you did tell me to do that. So. Don't, That's so good. Don't forget when and you're reading and the you Iron Druids. And you questioned me about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when you're reading the Iron Druids, don't forget to tell the Banshee to take it down a notch. <laughs> <laughs> take it down a notch, Banshee. <laughs> Stephanie. Oh my god. What are yes. you going to read between podcasts? Um I'm gonna try to finish Honey Girl. Okay. And I do I do wanna move on to Layer of Dreams, but I did ask George if he wanted to because I would totally listen to the Diviners again with him. Um because we did a lot of we did Earthcore while right while doing puzzles so like we do have a couple puzzles so i'm like oh so i don't know if we're if i'm gonna go back to that with him or if i'm gonna start layer of dreams on my own okay so but i'm definitely continuing with with this series because i need to know what happens hey ollie what do you think about stephanie being our first guest i think stephanie would be a fantastic choice for those guys because she has Yay! so much more insight into <laughs> megan's book choices than we do <laughs> I'm there. And she only I'm just, just learned about animals and human animals. Have I ever given a book recommendation that you haven't liked? Okay, I, I'm I'm going to go one step further and remove the word book from that, and the answer is no. Yeah. I was going to do that too, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you. So I was like, I remember her however, telling Tim to watch I'm just going to also and... say contact. <laughs> Keep shitting I on have... On my choices. Yeah. She's got a good streak. Is it, <laughs> Megan, Megan has given some very good book recommendations. Now, you took the word book out of there, uh, Tim. But the last time I was on this, Megan gave me the recommendation of, I believe it was, take a long walk off a short pier. And that was uncomfortable, Tim. Fuck? That was uncomfortable. Because I walked off that pier and I got wet. And I, like, she didn't tell me about this. I wasn't wearing the proper gear. I was. I just went. I was like, "Oh, this is man, this pier people, is delightful," and I'm getting to the end of the pier, and I'm like, "Megan wouldn't steer me wrong." I said, "Of all people to tell someone to walk off of a pier, me who is terrified of water would not be that person." I, and yet somehow you did it, Megan. Oh, fucking Christ, uh, Megan. What are what are you going to read? That's not for oh, the podcast. That is that is an excellent question. Go I... suck a lemon, she said to me one time too. And you know what? I did. It was delicious. <laughs> so glad it was delicious. Um, I have like three books from the library that I need to read. One of them is like a gender bent of 
How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Okay. The other is an adult book by the woman who wrote Gossip Girl. So, oh. one of those, I'm sure. Okay. Get read. <laughs> How do you gender bend How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? The reporter is the dude. The person who works in marketing is the woman. I don't know. All I know <laughs> is that a, an author of color wrote it. It is a biracial okay. main character. And the guy okay. is apparently supposed to be like a parody of Chris Evans. What is not to love about this? This sounds really interesting. But surely he'd just go around and leave the toilet seat up. And then she's like, get out. Sounds about right, yes. And when... If, if that is Chris Evans' only flaw, then that's okay. I was... Literally just gonna say that. <laughs> Don't forget he's got tattoos. All right, look yeah, at his face. Oh, except for so do Stephanie and I, so you know. And he's all muscular. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can't. Chris Evans is pretty perfect. Yep. Mm -hmm. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. He's got a cute dog. Yeah. A very yeah. cute dog. Oh, is it, I didn't even know he's got a dog. He's yeah. got a dog. Follow him on Instagram. You'll see the pup. Very Instagram good friends is. with Elizabeth Olsen. I'm all for that friendship. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. He's great. He's also going to be in a movie with Ryan Gosling <laughs> and that dude from Bridgerton. I don't know how I'm going to handle that. Personally. Oh, I forgot about that. I like that Ugh. left my mind because that would be it, all yes. I was thinking about all the time. I saw it on something and I was like, I was reminded and was like, oh, my God, that's right. What, what movie is this? I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> but all I remember oh is God. those are the three lead guys and I don't care. Like it yeah, be. I'm just Sounds good. Uh, mm -hmm. I saw a trailer for Michael P. Jordan's latest movie coming out, and I did not know that he was going to be in the movie that's coming out because it's based on a Tom Clancy book called Without Remorse. And uh, and I'm all in. I'm all in. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yes. So my yeah. So um, it's Michael B. Jordan's playing John Clark, and it's oh, going wow. to be fantastic. Wow. And I believe it's going to lead into a Rainbow Six. Experience. Ended oh. universe thing, which is awesome for uh, people myself and Tim's age, possibly yeah, yeah. all the white men listening. Yeah. This is this is the most exciting news ever. <laughs> the Gray Man is the Chris Evans that it, yeah. the the compilation movie that's yeah. going to be amazing. That sounds so good. <sighs> yeah. Thank you both for coming on. I think yes. I think I'm okay with this. <laughs> I feel like that thing was aimed in my direction, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it 100%. Yeah, it was, it was definitely pointed. Oh. I mean, Megan, if you're nice to them, maybe they'll let you guest on judging <laughs> Megan's. I kind of feel we have to do this now, Tim. Just. I know, I know. I... What do you think this going to be an episode do? where they're lecturing me on my choices? Cause I no, don't no, we won't. We'd be celebrating your choices. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. What, what do you think's gonna happen when we sit back in this audio? <laughs> like, here you go. Here you go. Now, more importantly, it. what do you think's gonna happen when we ring Megan's mom to find out what she was like as a child and what what, what her favorite book? She loved the very hungry caterpillar. We couldn't get over it. She just wanted to read it over and over and over again. No, my mother would be like, she loved animorphs. And Harry Potter and Nancy oh, we're, Drew. We're going before that. Like, we're going like baby, Ramona. baby Megan. Uh, What's her name? Ramona Quimby. I, Beverly Tim, Cleary. Tim, do you know what this is? I don't think I ever read Ramona, but that sounds familiar. I've I've never. I thought that Beverly Cleary was the super fudge person. 
Is that, am same, I wrong? Same. It is the same person? Okay. Mm-hmm. All then, right. Yeah, I think I do remember Ramona. Do you guys have anything you want to promote that is not a podcast you made on this podcast? <laughs> um, Good I mean, you're really, really hamstringing us there, Megan. <laughs> anything Good you'd thinking. like to promote? Uh, no, but I do recommend everyone listens to Minds at Yerk, uh, especially because apparently they're doing the humanomorphs. <laughs> Are you going to go listen to these now? <laughs> I actually might, yeah. Like, just, just the very idea, the spin-off to animorphs where people turn into animals is called humanomorphs. <laughs> because they can turn into people. You're like, that's kind of what they were doing already, but okay. I will send you my copies of the books. Ollie. No, because I'll have to read them, Megan. <laughs> yes. And you will you will yes. 100% say that as soon as you're done reading them, too. <laughs> I can't believe I have to read that. <laughs> uh, Tim, do you have anything to promote? Uh, yeah. I think that everybody should go listen to Horror Shop Radio. There might be some fun things coming out there soon. Arson? And arson. I'm sorry, I have to check in with my agent real quick on the things that I'm doing. Everybody, the arson season two, it's now called the Lafrisian Chronicles, is coming out. Um, okay, just... What else, what else do I do, Megan? I thought Megan was saying, you should recommend no. arson. Just in general. <laughs> Don't forget arson. It's the, it's the crime that keeps on giving. Like... <laughs> You host a podcast too, bud. Oh yeah, mine's at York, but Ollie already told you why that's amazing. So yeah. go do that. Humanomorphs, come on, guys. Humanomorphs. <laughs> Stephanie, do you have anything you would like to promote? Yeah, I know I said it last time, but um, I think because I, I got a message um, about my audio for Screen Snark that I totally sent her the wrong thing. Oh no! So, no, it didn't delay anything. It's just when she went in, she was like, "I think." the one from when you talked to Chase and I was like yeah it totally says chat with Chase with, uh, with, Ch- with Case not Screen Snarks anyway so I'm going to be on this week's Screen Snark it should be out by the time this comes out yes. um, which is a, a sister podcast on our network yeah. uh, where we talk about media TVs movies books or um, streamable media stuff like that maybe not necessarily books but I probably brought up books I did sounds about <laughs> right yes. I totally did yes. so yeah check me out on there it's a lot of fun yeah, as Stephanie just said, we are... Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> Sorry, that was Paul Shear. Um, he just wants us to uh, join the Earwolf Network now. Uh, this is a bit, oh my bidding God. war for the uh, Joshing Megan's book choices. But <laughs> we'll be coming to you soon. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> well, oh. well, they're trying to figure out what network they're going to be on. We yeah. are part of certain POV networks which is a ton of podcasts ranging from all different types of media. Please go check out some of their podcasts. Like Screen Snark. Like Screen Snark. <laughs> another round is also a lot of fun. Yes. Another pass. Yeah. 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 Wait, did I say another round? I totally... <laughs> that's that's an old podcast that I was... That's the wrong name. <laughs> that's an old podcast we used to play in college. <laughs> <laughs> It was they the hosts on that was one. Was it in college was... or was it last week? Tim, let's <laughs> <Yes>. be honest. <laughs> have you have I'm you guys guested on any of those podcasts? Yeah, oh. we've both done Screen Snark. I've done mm-hmm. Another Pass. 
Not another round. Not another round. <laughs> uh, I have also done um, the Rob Thomas No Not That Rob Thomas show. So yeah, we've done a few. Yeah, that's fun. All right, so uh, next for we're going to get back into our Read Harder challenge, and our next topic is fanfic. And we don't know which fanfic we're going to be reading yet, but we are going to look in the Buffy genre. Yes. Because that is something be... that we both know well enough <laughs> that we can right. read a fanfic. Right. <laughs> to dive in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. And so, yeah, join us in two weeks where we talk and read fanfic. Uh, until then, please keep supporting your local libraries or independent bookstores. Thank you, boys, for coming on. It was a pleasure. Thank you. thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. And Tim, this is my first time meeting time, Tim. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. That's true. That's true. That's true. And now you guys are going to have a podcast together. <laughs> several, several podcasts. Yes. Wait, we didn't do one with the four of us before. No. 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 What am I thinking of? I think all these right. Like I can see it now. Like about ten minutes ago, I realized I fucking look like a pilgrim. <laughs>